Welcome back to The Clay Podcast, Courageously Leading, Always Yearning. This is a podcast for Christian men who desire to be the men that God has called them to be, to step into the role that he's called them to uh, to aspire to. Uh, this is uh, your host, Justin, and I'm excited to uh, be with you today. Uh, I'm excited for each and every episode that uh, that, that, co- that comes your way. Uh, it's fun to be part of this uh, this project as it continues to grow and develop and, of course, gain more traction. The only way this podcast is uh, shared and, and reached is if you personally decide to share it. Uh, we're not doing any uh, advertising on this podcast. You're not going to have any ads coming up in the middle of it. Uh, this is ad-free uh, content. And so the only way that we're going to grow is if you choose to share it. So if you get value from this episode or any episode, uh, please share it with other men in your life that you feel would benefit from uh, this message, that would benefit from this movement, that would benefit from getting plugged into the brand itself, Clay, and uh, being part of this community. A question that comes up for many men as they begin to instill new habits or try and do something new and then talk about it. So there's uh, this idea of, uh, of actually doing something, making changes in your life. But then once you start talking about it, there are people in your life that kind of question uh, whether or not you're going to stick to it or they have doubt in you. And uh, there's uh, um, many conversations that we could derive from this, uh, this one idea here. And the fact of the matter is people are going to think whatever they want to think. So today's episode is designed and the content is focused here on you developing this uh, mindset of I don't care what other people think. I don't care what uh, somebody might think about me making this uh, change or this habit. Too often we allow what somebody else thinks holds uh, to hold us back from stepping into something that we may uh, we really feel a desire to, to do or to accomplish or to set forth at least investigating or trying. Now, men and women alike deal with this, but uh, remember this podcast is focused on men, uh, so that's who we're going to hone in on here. There's a a lot of reasons uh, that you may feel uh, hesitancy to uh, maybe uh, try a new diet or dig into uh, the word and and, and, uh, have uh, a level of consistency or commit. That's just the word that uh, it haunts many men, this idea of commitment, this idea of uh, setting forth to do something really with no end in sight, uh, but to actually make a new habit or a new, uh, a new routine in, in your life. And the thing that generally holds men back is, is this idea that you're going to fail. And also uh, this, this doubt that you get from other people that, that you may share with. So the first thing that I, I want to establish here uh, is that uh, this is something that I work through as, as well. Uh, you're not alone in this. Uh, you're definitely. You're, you're, in fact, I'm so I'm so sure that you're not alone that you can pretty much talk to any man in your life about this same issue, and they would probably agree or have a story that they can attest to. Uh, you you um, uh, the thing that you're dealing with, they can attest to that. So I want to uh, bring in a, a lot of uh, ideas here, and I'm going to kind of mash them together so that so this 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 podcast doesn't end up being two three hours long as it easily could be. And, and the first thing that I want to address here in each of us, is that uh, this idea of I don't care what you think, uh, this is uh, something that uh, you need to adopt in your life in some way, shape, or form with certain groups of people. Here's what I mean by that. There are certain men in my life that I absolutely do care what they think. There are certain people in my life that I absolutely do care what they think. 
Uh, they are people who have uh, fruit on the tree, essentially, that, that I want uh, or that I'm, I'm growing after, that I'm developing. They have something, they've accomplished something in life that I respect. Uh, I admire them. Uh, they have a relationship with Jesus that I want my relationship to uh, emulate. They have a prayer life. They have an understanding of the word. Uh, they have uh, they have uh, the, the respect of, of community members. Uh, they they treat their wife in a way that I aspire to be able to treat my wife as as, as we get older in our years. They, they they are doing. They are being. They are somebody that uh, I would want to uh, aspire from. Essentially, they, they have fruit on the tree because they've done it. What it is that they're giving you feedback or thought of uh, or perspective in. Uh, what I don't want is a bunch of perspective, thoughts, feelings, opinions from people who haven't actually done or accomplished what I'm setting after. So when I say I don't care what you think, I'm referring to those who uh, would much rather share their opinion than give you a helpful perspective. Uh, they'd much rather tell you what they think as opposed to telling you what they've done. They'd much rather tell you uh, what you should do as opposed to actually doing it themselves. And you might ask yourself, well, why are we talking about this on, on a Christian podcast? You know, uh, shouldn't we just uh, get, get, kind of get along with everybody and kind of fit in and just kind of coast coast through and not cause any uh, any ripples or any upsets? Well, no, absolutely. I, I actually disagree with that mindset 100. Uh, percent I disagree with that so much so, in fact, that uh, this podcast um, has been uh, thought of and, and kind of mulled over and prayed over and developed months before uh, we went live right at the end of uh, 2021 into 2022. Uh, the the truth is, I actually think that men need to be more willing to stand out, more willing to uh, be the, uh, the the object of conversation, uh, not aspire to be the object of conversation, but more willing to allow themselves to be such. Because I do think that we should stand out in the world around us. I think that we should look different. I think that we should act different. I think that we should sound different. I think there should be a, a lot of uh, aspects of of who we are. That, that stand out in a world where the world is trying to uh, take um, take different uh, theology and take, take different ideology and, and, and twist things around uh, so that it's more tolerable or even so it doesn't even matter, so that there's uh, less, of, uh, less, less friction when it comes to the church, for example. And that uh, spins itself all the way down to uh, a, a, a thread of an issue here in, in men as, as we set out to, to do something or aspire to or change who we are when we face opposition and we face a lot of uh, doubt and, and contingencies uh, placed on us by other people, uh, essentially people that just don't think that we're going to follow through, uh, we've got to recognize where that comes from. And we've got to recognize that uh, there is uh, opposition to uh, you trying to do anything uh, that, that would draw you near to, to, to Jesus, that would uh, sharpen uh, your sword, for, for example, that would uh, make you more of a threat to the enemy. Uh, there, there, there's, of course, opposition to that, and there's going to be opposition to that. And the opposition that hurts the most is the opposition that's the closest, the, the nearest and dearest to our hearts. And so that's why uh, I, I, I use that phrase, I don't care what you think, because that, that phrase right there, uh, it, it is abrasive. It is It does cause friction. And, and I don't walk around telling people that I don't care what you think. Don't get me wrong there. That takes us into our, our second point here. This is far more of a posture and a personal mindset than it is a in-your-face comment to be utilized uh, against those or in conversation uh, with other people. There are uh, uh, times and there's going to be ample opportunity 
is you set out to do or to change or to uh, grow into something uh, that you're going to have uh, people who are going to oppose that. You're going to have moments and and, uh, and circumstances that are going to oppose you uh, doing anything that would make them feel uncomfortable, uh, such as uh, getting more uh, more healthy, such as uh, spending more time in the Word, such as talking about what you're learning in the Word, uh, and, and, and giving up certain habits. Sometimes it's not about what we are trying to do, but what we want to stop doing, right? Uh, there's uh, moments that you may decide that uh, a certain group of people that you spend a lot of time with isn't worth spending that amount of time with anymore, and you need to start cutting back. Well, there's going to come a moment where the rubber's going to meet the road, and you're going to have to confront that with this group of people because they're going to question why you don't want to hang out with them anymore or what it is uh, that you're uh, changing about your life that makes you too good for them. And there's going to be these phrases that are going to cause you to second-guess uh, what you have set out to do in the first place. This is exactly why accountability and association are so imperative when it comes to the church, especially as us uh, men are, who are called into leadership of, of those around us, uh, who are called into these positions of responsibility. We have to be willing to be accountable, authentic, and real with those that we are surrounded with and with this small group of people, this small band of brothers, so to speak, that you are doing life with, you've got to permit them to speak into your life, and you've got to ask them to do so, and vice versa. We are on this journey together. Uh, these are the people that you may care what they think. You should care what your wife thinks, and you should have uh, conversations about uh, what she what she thinks and, and get into hard. She, her, she, she has a, a perspective on, on you and, and your life uh, that is is vital to you make to you and your decision making. And she's got uh, perhaps some insight that could be really helpful for you as you make decisions for for you and for your family and and, and so on and so forth. But there's a, an opposition there where there's plenty of people who uh, would tell you otherwise and would give you different opinions and perspectives that uh, don't hold any water. They're like a, a holy bucket. They can't hold water. And uh, there's, there's no point to them. So it brings us to our last thought here and, and perhaps the most important. The number one perspective that you should be seeking and that you should be uh, just yearning after is that of uh, our God in heaven. We have uh, his word, we have the, the, the Holy Bible to just devour and to meditate on and to read and to desire more and more and more of that in our life. We have access to him via prayer, via living, via just paying attention to the world around you and, and worship and awe and adoration. There is uh, so that much just depth to this relationship that you uh, may or may not even realize or know today. Uh, I am continually growing myself. Obviously, there's there's no point of uh, mastering, uh, and there's no reason to even desire, um, you know, say, uh, a level of achievement here. It's not about achievement. It's about uh, relationship and, and growing uh, nearer to Him. So what's that going to transpire to when it comes down to uh, opinions and perspectives of others? Well, the number one perspective that you should be paying attention to is that of our Lord. Why not, right? It sounds so obvious, but how often is uh, prayer and adoration and getting into the Word the last thing that we do when it comes to making decisions, especially life-changing decisions? So often it's easy to say, yeah, you know, I should pray about that, um, but we go to our friends, relatives, uh, co-workers, uh, whomever, and we start talking about these decisions that we're going to make. We start getting a perspective on uh, these changes that we're going to make in our life. And 
yet we forget to go to the source himself, the uh, one whom we should be modeling our character after, the one whom we should be desiring to be more and more like. We need to be accountable to who we go to for our source of life. We need to be accountable to who our priority is when it comes to perspective and feedback and wisdom that we're seeking out. We do not need to be sponges soaking up the wisdom of the world. We should be sponges soaking up the wisdom of our Lord. We should be desiring more and more of Him and allowing Him to edify our position in this world and edify our position in life. There is no shortage of people who will tell you what you want to hear. There's no shortage of places that you can go, and websites that you can go to that will tell you and make you feel the way that you want to feel about whatever it is you're trying to have a feeling about, or about whatever it is you're trying to get an answer on. If you are looking for the answer that you want, you'll find that. But if you're looking for the truth, you're going to find that in Scripture. You're going to find that in your relationship with Jesus. You're going to find that in communion with others who are, uh, who are pursuing the same. So how can you apply this concept in your life today? Great question. First things first, identify in your life those that you have around you, those that are uh, considered part of your association, uh, people that you uh, spend time with or have access to, that you want to learn from, that you want uh, your life to look more like even theirs. These uh, direct relationships and examples can be really helpful for us along our way, along our journey. Uh, there's uh, plenty of books that you can read about this topic. There's plenty of uh, ideals that you can uh, garner from different uh, leadership books and such. All, all the like are, are great. I'm all about self-development and growing who you are, but uh, not at the sake of, of missing who God's called you to be. So uh, one source that I would absolutely use and, and look to would even just be Jesus and the disciples and the conversations uh, that, that that they have there. Uh, using this as an example and a template it's not the fact that you need uh, you know, three or four people that you want everything in their life to be like, but maybe there's a couple of men uh, that you can look to that have examples of marriages that you want your marriage to look more like. Uh, you don't want your wife to look more like theirs. Don't hear what I'm not saying there, gents. Uh, that you want their marriage. You you want to to uh, be at a point in life uh, where, where they are years ahead of you. Uh, maybe it's 5, 10, 20 years ahead of you, whatever it may be. And you want to uh, be able to speak about your relationship in the way that they do, for example. Perhaps there is someone that comes to mind right now who just has a, a wisdom of the word and seems to know uh, scripture better than uh, better than you feel like you ever could. Well, then that's somebody that you, you may want to learn from. You may want to spend some time with. You may want to ask them, you know, hey, uh, how do you study scripture? How long have you been doing this? What What is it that... What is it that you're looking for? How do you know what to open up to and read? What what is it that uh, what is it that that, that keeps you going? Uh, ask those questions. If it's somebody that uh, maybe you want to develop a, a better prayer life, or uh, you want to talk about prayer like you know Joe does down the road, or or, or in your your life group or whomever, then ask the question. Hey, you you know the way that you talk about prayer, it's as though you're talking to Jesus and he's sitting right across from you in a coffee shop at a table. Uh, tell me, tell me more about that because I, I want my prayer life to look like that. Where, you know, where were you five years ago? What does that look like? How does it, how does that develop? Ask those questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions, and don't be afraid to take the answers. Listen to them and filter them for what you know is true, and then respond and then do something. There have some sort of uh, reciprocal action in the questions that you're asking. 
So you've uh, you, you've identified at this point some people in your life that you uh, you want to learn from that you want to uh, develop more of your perspective around. Now you need to identify those people in your life that you've been listening to that you need to stop listening to. The people in your life that are, are constantly full of doubt, the people in your life that are constantly pessimistic, perhaps towards you or perhaps towards something in your life. If you have a history of not following through on things, for example, for saying that you're going to do something and then never doing it, there's going to be some people that uh, their perspective, you, you, you've you worn out their perspective. Honestly, you don't deserve their perspective anymore. Uh, you don't have it anymore. Uh, their opinion and their feedback, you're going to get doubt from them. And you know what? That's okay because now you can choose to show them instead of just telling them, which is the point anyway, right? It's, it's far more about what we're doing, our actions, walking the walk than it is talking the talk. But in this moment where you're trying to uh, change and grow who you are, you've got to identify the voices, the noise that you need to tune out. Perhaps this isn't a physical person. Perhaps this is that website that you keep going to or that social media account that you have that you don't need, that you keep wasting time on and uh, it keeps taking you down uh, a, a dark path. Those things, you need to identify those and eliminate those from your life, perhaps for a period of time, perhaps permanently. There are some relationships that are just not worth maintaining in different seasons in our, our, our lives. There are, uh, there's a distance, there's, uh, there's separation that we need to create at times in order to get a bit further ahead or in order to actually accomplish what it is that we've set out to accomplish. There are opinions and perspectives that you don't need. And you need to identify who you're getting those from and you need to figure out how to develop healthy boundaries around that. And lastly... Look at who your main source is, your main source of life, and make sure that that is, that is God. You need to ensure that your priorities align with a man who is seeking after God with all of his heart and soul, strength and mind. That uh, God is your source of life. That's uh, his word, that the, the communion, that time with him is prioritized in your life in such a way that your knee-jerk reaction when you need wisdom, when you need to make a decision, is to run to Him, is to run to the source of life, uh, is to run to the creator of the universe, uh, not to uh, a Google search, uh, not to a quick how-to video on YouTube, but uh, in, in reality, it is to run to the throne and, and fall at His feet and seek His wisdom and guidance and uh, ensure that that relationship is taken care of, that you're prioritizing the perspective that you will get from our God in heaven in these times, in life, and as you're trying to make these decisions and lead your family, lead your wife, lead your community the best way that you possibly can. The best way that you're going to do that is if you are being led by the Spirit, if you are uh, being led in, in the Word and through your habits of pursuing Him and uh, courageously leading, but always yearning for more of Him, knowing that you'll never arrive at a point where you have all of the answers and being okay with that. In fact, being excited about that because that means there's always something new to discover. There's always uh, something new to grow through, to add to your uh, your repertoire, so to speak, to your tool belt as you develop this relationship with God. It's it's not something that's going to dry up. There's no emptiness. There's no bottom to this well that we that we go to. There's no bottom to the well of the the spirit. There's no depth. There's no you're not going to you're not going to dry out here. God is is vast. Incredible, omniscient, omnipresent. He is a holy, holy, holy. He is, and we are not. And that's okay. In fact, that's ideal. 
It's ideal because we, we know that there's a never-ending source of life for us to uh, seek after, to pursue, and to, uh, to, to, to fall deeper and deeper and deeper in love with. So gentlemen, I hope you find that helpful today. I hope that uh, as you're thinking about uh, the people you need to spend more time with and the people you need to spend less time with, I, I hope that of, of all of these things, as you are uh, seeking uh, more, um, maybe more boldness in this I don't care mentality, what blank thinks, uh, you are finding yourself uh, saying, I care an awful lot about what God thinks and I want to know more about what God thinks. That is the point. Let's be uh, courageous leaders always yearning for more of him. So with that, guys, uh, if, you, if you found value today, if you found uh, that there was something that was said here that uh, resonates with you, that uh, will be a good conversation starter for you, perhaps in your men's group or, or maybe even just with, with, with a brother, uh, you know, uh, somebody that you just haven't uh, reached out to in a while, maybe it's with uh, the, the guy that you grab coffee with every week. Who knows? Uh, if there's something that resonated with you, uh, share this podcast, share it out, get the message out. Let's continue this conversation as men so that we can uh, encourage one another to step into courageous leadership, always yearning for more of him.